as long as you're scrolling through your phone, checking out your friend's latest Instagram post, take a moment to download the Radio Parami app. Take the app with you wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Stay updated with top and bottom of the hour news and the latest weather forecast. Plus, you can listen live to local talk shows, nationally syndicated programs, and listen to previous interviews you might have missed, all in crystal clear digital audio. It's called the Radio Potomy app. Find it in your Google Play or Apple App Store from your friends at News Talk 710 KURV. Morning news on 710 KURV. Top newsmakers. Here's Sergio Sanchez. Welcome back from McAllen Miller International Airport. Elizabeth Suarez, Director of Aviation. Liz, welcome back to KURV. So let's do a quick recap of activity at our airport for 2022. Look forward to 2023. So some of the highlights from 22 on the business side and marketing side. What you see, Liz? Well, we're really happy to report a 3% increase in total traffic. So uh, we end another record-breaking year in terms of uh, commercial air traffic, about 875,000 total passengers. Uh, That's incredible for us. We continue to every year see uh, an incremental growth in in that traffic. And so for us, it means business is good. Uh, We feel that Air traffic is a marker of the economy, an indicator for how well we are doing in the Valley. And so that report shows that everything continues to grow in the Rio Grande Valley and particularly in the McAllen market area. For the McAllen numbers, 3% increase over a previous record the year. Also another record that we've been seeing is the illegal entries and releases by Border Patrol. And some of those folks make it on planes. It seems that McAllen has more of those passengers. Ballpark figure, how much of the increase would you say, Liz, is all these folks that are flying into the interior of the country? Is it single digits, double digits? How much of that increase are those folks? You know, we would um, typically we we are able to um, understand that number when we look at employments versus deployments. And the difference between employments and deployments is um, not more than a 10% difference. and we would say that it's not just a McAllen um, number because you're able to see the same trends both in Brownsville and in Harlingen. Um, it's an overall valley impact. And, and like I said, it's about a 10-point 10, 10 difference when you look at employments and deployments. And so that has also tr- uh, tended to trend downward uh, from, you know, uh, where we were at an all-time high a few years ago. And so... We continue to, yes, you're right, there is an impact there to that number. It's not isolated to McAllen, it's at every airport, and you're able to very easily understand what that impact is when you compare the employment number to the deployment number. The increase in folks boarding airplanes here at McAllen, what does that do to revenue? How does that work into operations at the airport? Well, for us, an impact on, uh, every passenger has an impact on non-aeronautical concessions and revenue. Um, it includes revenue from all the way ranging from restaurants and newsstands um, to parking, for instance. Uh, just to give you a general idea, in the last two years, our newsstand concession, you know, has increased that revenue stream significantly. Um, more than doubled uh, our revenue on the newsstand side. And that's just one example for one concession type. 
uh, we're, we're happy to be able to work with our concessionaires to continue to grow their business as well. All of that is profit for the airport. Uh, we reinvested in developing infrastructure and continue to make certain that the airport uh, is growing so that we have all the amenities that our passengers expect. Elizabeth Swan is Director of Aviation at our airport in McAllen. With all the increase in traffic, does that get the attention of of airlines? And they fatten up the planes, they stand down here, or maybe a new airline thinking of joining the ranks here at McAllen? Well, we're certainly hoping. That's, all, that's what we work on, um, to be able to continue to grow that uh, passenger offering and um, not just our capacity, uh, so that in McAllen you can be rest assured that a lot of the aircraft that you're boarding are mainline aircraft, the bigger aircraft, um, but that we have more frequencies and that we have new destinations and new routes. We're really happy to remind our public that Nashville is back on our schedule, and that's a year-round offering. Um, it's a great destination for those of us that are looking for a quick getaway to a new spot for vacation for a quick long weekend. That's right. um, it's a great place to visit, right? On Allegiant is a new destination that we're offering. And we continue to meet with all of our airline partners and with new airlines to try to increase the offerings that we have at McAllen. Yeah, and that's Nashville, Tennessee. It's uh, not only for Allegiant, but also I would suspect for business. Elizabeth Swat is Director of Aviation and McAllen Miller. The international connection to Mexico, how's that working out? Last time you and I uh, talked, you were telling me that this is something that the the Chilangos, the folks in Mexico, they take advantage of, bring some empty suitcases to McAllen, go shop, and then go back. It seems like it, that's their connection to South Texas is, is through McAllen. That's right. We're the only airport in uh, South Texas that offers nonstop connections to Mexico with that Mexico City flight. Um, it is uh, successful for us. We've got steady load factors, and we do become um, the South Texas destination of choice for those Chilangos, and we're happy that they're coming to the Valley to shop, and they continue to make an important impact in our economy. Looking forward to 23. Any campus improvements or any, any news from airlines that you want to share right now? You know, we're always looking at improving our infrastructure, and so we continue to work on a $40 million uh, runway safety project. Uh, we're hoping to complete the final phase of that. And we continue to ask FAA to invest in the Rio Grande Valley, to invest in South Texas, and to give us funding uh, for further expansion. And so we continue to request money. Uh, we've got an important uh, federal uh, request coming up uh, with uh, us requesting additional discretionary funds so that we can look at those projects that we've identified in our long-term master plan. And so, absolutely, we're hoping to announce great things happening right. and continue to happen um, long-range for McAllen. Well, you know where I stand with the Dallas Cowboys and my... my <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid of yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You don't know, it's it's costing me a lot to bite my tongue right now, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be nice. I'm going to be nice. All right. Our Cowboy contract, marketing, how many more years do we have of that? How's that worked out so far? We're evaluating every year, and so for us, it was an important tool. Um, like I said, we did record uh, a new number, new uh, growth, and so I would say it's a favorable tool that we have, and we'll continue to evaluate that and use it uh, okay. as best we can. Ten four. And um, let's take a look at the um, inventory. Uh, which airlines, how many airlines do we have right now at McKellen? We have American Airlines, United Airlines, Allegiant, as well as Idomar. 
and uh, important connections daily, uh, year-round service to Orlando, to Las Vegas. Now we're adding Nashville seasonally to Los Angeles. And then, of course, your connection via United and Houston and via Allegiant, uh, excuse me, via American in Dallas. And important connections uh, throughout, you know, the domestic market as well as international. And I, I have to say this completely unsolicited. I know McAllen Miller and other fine folks in South Texas, they, they support us here at KORI. But uh, on a personal level, it's amazing how much money you can save. You shop around because with all the airlines servicing the Rio Grande Valley, especially at McAllen, yeah, you can save quite a bit of money on some of these connections. I tell you that because of connections to West Texas, to Lubbock, because of family. There are other savings to be had there at McAllen. Well, Liz, final thought from you before I let you go. You know, we're uh, going to just remind everybody that we've got great promotions. Uh, right now, there's a $250 round-trip ticket promotion to Mexico City. Please go on to the McAllen International Airport Facebook page um, and social media pages to take advantage of all of these promotions. It's a great opportunity to plan your next getaway to Mexico. And why not do it straight from home without having, you know, to cross into Reynosa or yep. to travel out of San Antonio or Houston? That is a great uh, point. Take advantage of that offering. All right. Liz, success in 2023. Please uh, keep us posted on what's taking place at the airport. She's the director of aviation at McAllen Miller, is Elizabeth Suarez. You're always on the go. Obviously pretty busy. Busy with work. Picking up my kids from school. From work to kids to running errands, your entire day is a hands-on, never-ending frenzy of activity. Luckily, getting the news is now voice activated. Just say, Alexa, play 710-KURB. I'd like to know what's going on in my world. I gotta know what's going on in my city. Putting the smart in your smart speaker. I'm getting my news from you and my information. For the latest news and to find out what's happening in rich, clear audio. Just say, Alexa, play 710 KURB. You're listening to the best of the Valley's morning news. Here's Sergio. Download the free app for 710KURV and all our sister stations at Radio United. Crisp, clear audio and access to previous programs from 710KURV only at Radio Parami. Download it, it's free. Economic development happenings, Mid-Valley, our city of Harlingen. And let's go to the new tip of the spear for EDC efforts, Harlingen. We welcome to the program Ms. Beverly Loftus. Pre- really appreciate your time today. we got to start with the, uh, you know, the big, uh, what is a 700-pound gorilla in the room, which is United Launch Alliance telling Harlingen that they're packing up and leaving town. And I need to ask you, did ULA State a reason for the departure with their consolidating operations. Yes, thank you for the instruction. And United Launch Alliance has been really transparent about their move. And really, it comes uh, down to the fact that the Atlas V is being retired and, and the new Volcon uh, rocket will be basically manufactured out of their Decatur, Alabama space. And so that's really the, the, the reason why ULA is exiting Harlingen. There's um, not much Harlingen could have done to, you know, have them remain in Harlingen, that that rocket is being retired, and, and so therefore they have, they're leaving. Um, but, you know, the space is in excellent condition, and, you know, with the, with the transparency that they've shared with us, you know, we are definitely in a position where we're going to be able to find the right tenant for that space. 
sooner, hopefully, rather than later. And uh, we're excited to market the space and, and find uh, a good good tenant for that that building. Beverly Loftus is Director, Harlingen Economic Development, our guest. And Ms. Loftus, Tim Sullivan here. Um, how big Hi. is that plant? How big is the facility? So it's over 200,000 square feet. I want to say roughly 250,000 square feet, plus wow. or minus. It's great space. It's very clean and and very in very good condition, and it also includes a large hangar space as well, and 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 about ten thousand square feet of office space that uh, can be utilized um, for the hangar as well as the the main area. And so I've been working with, uh, or the Harlingen EDC has been working really closely with the airport and the city to ensure that we find the right tenant once ULA vacates the building. You know, because the space is in such great condition, it will make it easier to, um, you know, work with a, a potential build, uh, a potential tenant to enter the space uh, quicker rather than, than later. What do you think would be a good fit then? Um, any type of business or industry that you're, you're trying to attract for that, for that plant? So, you know, the airport and the, and the EDC have been working together to look for MRO operations for that hangar space. MRO, so uh, expand, expand on that. MRO, what is that? Sure. Uh, MRO is maintenance, repair, and overhaul. And so they work on, on planes and um, other components of the airplane. Um, and so we're, we're really targeting those types of operations for that hangar space. And then, you know, we, we foresee hopefully manufacturing in that um, other side of the building that's not the hangar space. And so those buildings can be um, basically separated, not separated, but kind of closed off from each other to allow multiple tenants potentially in that in that building. About 100 employees affected by this. Uh, any indication if they go with ELA or they stick around, maybe give us a chance to lure somebody else in aerospace, say, hey, we already got these folks that are familiar with producing some components. We're working with United Launch Alliance, and we'll be sure to work with those employees that may need an additional job somewhere in the valley. But that's why it's going to be important for Harlingen ADC and the airport to identify tenants that can fill that space and potentially move in there to possibly employ some of these employees may not have a job after ULA exit the market. The directing economic development efforts for our city of Harlingen is Beverly Loftus. You mentioned how clean the facility is and what well kept well it needed to be because of what was being produced for the atlas 5 rocket and i'm wondering if maybe you could help us describe a bit more because when i hear clean a clean room it's almost like it had to be super clean padded man i can see this as being an, an easy segue i don't know pick up the phone and tell elon hey, yo elon you want 250,000 square feet? Develop more big, fat rockets down here. Stay away from the sea breeze. Nice, clean facility. Ready to go. And we got some personnel that might stay behind to help you build those rocket engines and other rocket components. Either that or maybe something in, in medical that needs to be, or maybe even technology, or a computer chip maker, something that needs clean rooms. I think you might be at an advantage with a facility that would be very easy to retrofit. For sure. I mean, hey, you you said it. Come on down, Elon. We've got the space. Um, but you know, we are we are doing good jobs in, in making sure that we we get marketing material out there to potential new uh, prospects and or even existing ones in the in the in the area, such as SpaceX. If you need some additional space, we've got it. Yeah, well. uh, or we'll have it soon. And so it, it is. It's phenomenal space. I think the mayor shared that earlier in a, another article. It's it, it's it's really 
a space that is one of a kind right now in Harlingen that is almost ready to go. You know, we'll need some kind of building options depending on who comes in, but uh, we're excited for the space uh, when it comes available. We don't have that space currently available um, in other areas of the city, and so it's much, much needed space. I'm thinking maybe a, a bigger footprint for somebody like Amazon or FedEx with, you know, the expanding package delivery business. Man, that's a huge clean warehouse to do something like that as well. And with a city and EDC, and yet TSTC has been an asset. They always start up new programs for training. I think you have a, quite an advantage there with TSTC next door and the airport runway even longer now maybe to try to recruit some. We wish you the best of luck. In the meantime, if we could talk 2023 real quick, where do you see employment growth for Harlingen in the Harlingen area in 2023? And maybe share with us some of your vision, the type of industry you'd like to recruit in 2023. So really, we have a a goal to definitely increase our industrial base for Harlingen. And, you know, we're working on, on projects um, that we can't really discuss details about, but we hope to be able to bring in and recruit larger companies that can provide the large number of jobs for Harlingen. So that way our residents have not just a place to have a job, but higher paying wages. And those wages and those industries bring in additional rooftops, then additional retail. So it's just one big circle. And so our efforts are really going to be to recruit those large manufacturing or industrial type facilities. Maybe, you know, as lawmakers are working up in Austin, maybe calling them to help you out with the economic development cookie jar for the governor, get him involved in filling up some of that space. We're open for business and we're here to help all businesses succeed and thrive in Harlingen. So we're excited. Best of luck in 23. Continued success, Beverly. Thank you for your time today. The Harlingen Economic Development Director, Beverly Loftus. Talk 710 KURV. When news breaks, we break in. Breaking news. Stay alert and listen to the weather forecast. We need to be aware and alert to what's going on. Breaking news means it's happening now. We mean now. Breaking news underway right now. Breaking news. On News Talk 710 KURV means we're bringing you the news as it happens. We have an multiple In this particular instance, we are in receipt of information. When news breaks, we'll break in. Count on News Talk 710 KURV. You're listening to the best of the Valley's morning news. Here's Sergio. From Convention and Visitors Bureau, McAllen. We welcome to the program Alejandra Arevalo. Alex, welcome to the program. Let's review some of the more interesting numbers. I know you tend to gauge over at your office the hotel occupancy numbers that, of course, leads to some tax revenue in the area. But on the occupancy tax, on the occupancy numbers for the area, how's McAllen mm-hmm. in the area trending of late? Yeah, so McAllen hotels have been extremely resilient the last few years. I'll say we were able to finally close out the calendar year for 2022 numbers a couple weeks ago. And average hotel occupancy in McAllen for 2022 was at 73.5%. Um, for 2021, it was at 75%. So just slightly lower, okay. 1.5% difference. Um, and considering 
there was a lot of government groups, traveling nurses, kind of bolstering our McAllen hotels in 2021. That's true. There was a lot of trepidation on what that would look like after the bulk of that business had left the what city. The- and so for the hotels to come in at only a 1.5% occupancy percentage difference in 2022, that was amazing. Yeah, that's that's actually pretty good from 75 down to uh, 73.5. So who's filling up? If we, if we have less, as you said, nurses, and less on the government side, as far as people, you know, these folks at DPS and Border Patrol, other folks taking up some of these hotels, who's filling up the hotels then in the area? Any way to gauge that? Yeah. So anecdotally, having a good relationship with the hotels has been important to kind of gauge, you know, just. The reasons that our hotels have stayed so resilient, a lot of that is, although it's not in great numbers as they were in 2020 or 2021, there are still government groups that are occupying some of our McAllen hotels. In addition, um, late 2021 is when, you know, the ports of entry, our bridges, um, reopen to leisure travel. And so that kind of market segment has come back. Our Mexican traveler has come back um, with a lot of pent up demand. And so they've come back in really steady numbers. There's also been the return of corporate travelers, you know, companies, although they're not sending them in the same volume, they are sending them out again um, on corporate business. And so that has returned as well. There's also been a lot of leisure travel. And so there's been a lot of attractions throughout McAllen the last year or two that have come back as well. Events have come back, conferences have come back, sports tournaments have come back. Um, so all of those different market segments, winter Texans that, that haven't uh, traveled in uh, those great numbers until this past year have come back. And believe it or not, there are that portion of winter Texans that do stay at hotels. Um, during their stays here in the Valley. So all of those different components have made up our occupancy numbers in 2022. You mentioned Mexican tourism and winter Texans. Uh, Another big draw, nature, tourism, and even sports-related tournaments. I know we've become um, one of those sites where folks across Texas, uh, they tend to descend on this area for big sports tournaments as well. Uh, what can you, what can you tell me as far as those two uh, specific branches of tourism? Yeah, so nature tourism, I think, is something that has always been, um, again, using that word resilient. I think even through the pandemic, uh, nature activities were seen as something that were quote unquote safe. Um, so a lot of people who partake in that kind of hobby have always descended on McAllen. Uh, we've been very lucky to have the flora and fauna here that we do. That makes it really unique and attractive to that kind of visitor. So completely agree. Nature tourism is, is really um, a big part of that. On the sports side, we've also been really lucky for the past few years, even through the pandemic, sports was kind of the thing that really didn't take a pause because that was also something that was deemed quote unquote safe. There was a lot of things, a lot of studies coming out that said, you know, COVID isn't really passed through sports activities. Um, It's safer for the kids. They're outside, especially if it's outdoor sports. So sports never really took a pause. 
Because of that, McAllen was able to position itself on the map um, in a pretty exponential way. And we were very attractive to a lot of the bigger regional, statewide, international tournaments. So one of the big tournaments that we have coming up in the summer is the Pony International Softball Tournament. So that's going to be July 19th through the 23rd at our McAllen-based facilities. That one is going to be, um, we're expecting over 120 teams from the United States, Mexico, Puerto Rico, the Philippines, um, Czech Republic, and a few other international places. And that's going to be what we're conservatively estimating is about 1,500 or so room nights um, and estimating that economic impact to be at about $1.3 million. National and international. My goodness. So, of course, uh, you said pony softball. Is that what you said? Pony softball? Yes, pony international softball. So, yeah, a bunch of little ones. And, of course, their mom and dad. And grandma. Yes. In, in the yes. summer. All the families. Yeah. <laughs> all the families in the summer. Yeah. July is going to be a very busy month for our hotels. Also in October, we are hosting for the first time um, a USA flag tournament. So it's flag football. It's USA versus Mexico. Um, this particular organization has hosted over 100 tournaments all over the world before. Um, and so we're really excited. It's not something that we've hosted here in McAllen before. That's going to be happening again in the fall. And we're projecting about 80 to 100 teams for that one as well. Good. It looks like we're going to get some of those hotels filled up really nice, uh, at least a couple of times this year. Yep. Alex Arevalo, Convention Visitors Bureau in McAllen. We're looking at the performance of local hotels. Now, do we have any more properties to be built either convention center site or other parts of the city or maybe next door with Amigos in Edinburgh and, and Mission to increase the, the number of rooms available? Yeah, so I'll speak for for here in, in McAllen. There is another property that's going to be opening up in uh, projected 2024. It's going to be an A-locked property um, there around the convention center area. So it's off the Ware Road, another convention center property that's going to help us out a lot with the kind of groups that we can bring down, hopefully increase our hotel stays, increase our visitors and attendance. Um, So that's something we're really looking forward to. As far as advertising from your office or the chamber and other colleagues, how have have you approached advertising in 23 to whom – Mexico, Winter Texans, Nature. Uh, can we bring the games of Texas uh, back to South Texas? I mean, what's what's the plan for advertising to try to fill up the parks and the hotels this year? Right. So we're consistently advertising. Um, we definitely partner with the city of McAllen, our city partners, to get our advertising message really concise and clear to all those different segments you mentioned, our, our Mexican travelers, corporate group sports um, winter texans nature travelers there's a a method to our madness for sure Um, a lot of that is really just our brand awareness for mccallan keeping mccallan top of mind a lot of that is also working with our different partners to um, promote attractive offers whether that be um, you know at our hotels any hotel stays any event packages But a lot of that is really just highlighting the really great attractions that we have in McAllen, things to do. That's our shopping, our eating, our events. Um, 
that's really what we're focused on yeah. doing, you know, until those ports of entry had opened up in, in at the bridges. Our main advertising um, objective in Mexico was just promote brand awareness. We didn't want any... Yeah, just of, a reminder, come and know, shop over here and, at the mall. Yeah. And I got to ask you, and I got less than, less than one minute, uh, Alex. The... Uh, the December, big December push with the parade, the South Pole of Texas, all that, uh, is that, has that led to noticeable revenue increase or, or stays at the hotels as a result of more tourists coming to the area to take in the convention center um, Christmas experience on the campus and, uh, yeah. and the parade? Uh, real quick. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, short answer, yes. That particular offering in December, the fact that it's not just the parade, but it's the South Pole that lasts about four or five weeks, definitely, um, you know, drives traffic to McAllen. So it's really beneficial for us to kind of highlight that uh, in any way that we can. Yeah, that particular it'd be, uh, offering. Ten four. No, and it'd be yeah, good to see uh, what type of economic impact uh, we've been able to maybe gauge that over the past couple of years to see what kind of impact that we've seen as a result of the of the December Christmas experience on campus. Alex, thank you for your time. Uh, thank you for your insight, and we look forward to other reports with you. Alex Arevalo with Convention and Visitors Bureau in McAllen. As long as you're scrolling through your phone, checking out your friend's latest Instagram post, take a moment to download the Radio Para Mi app. Take the app with you wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Stay updated with top and bottom of the hour news and the latest weather forecast. Plus, you can listen live to local talk shows, nationally syndicated programs, and listen to previous interviews you might have missed, all in crystal clear digital audio. It's called the Radio Potomy app. Find it in your Google Play or Apple App Store from your friends at News Talk 710 KURV. You're listening to the best of the Valley's morning news. Here's Sergio. Download the free app for 710 KURV and all our sister stations at Radio United. Crisp, clear audio and access to previous programs from 710KURV only at Radio Parami. Download it. It's free. Let's catch up to speed now with our city of Brownsville. Let's go to City Hall. Our city manager, Helen Ramirez. And I understand it's been a busy week this week, Helen. So catch us up to speed. Sure. It's been busy because good morning. Uh, we have approved an enterprise zone designation application for rich products. Um, they are a food processing manufacturer here in Brownsville off of 14th Street and been with the city for a long time. They're going to be investing $117 million in an expansion and the, that's what the application requested because they're nominated to the governor's office to have um, sales and use tax rebates. And um, the city also approved an economic development 380 agreement uh, to incentivize the company. They'll be creating over 50 jobs. Did you say? So we're very uh, happy. Okay, about so that. you said 50 jobs created by this uh, expansion. 
Helen Armidas, our city Okay. Helen Armidas, our city manager for for Brownsville. Uh, the uh, sales uh, use tax uh, rebates. How long is that contract for, Helen? Five, ten years, or, or more? That's it's for five years, and um, they are nominated. Cities nominate companies um, with large investments to the governor's office in the state of Texas, and so they'll be submitting that application. But there's always the first, um, you know, the first step is, you know, does the city support the expansion of the company? I would say that this is the largest investment in the city's recent history. So it's a very big, um, $117 million investment. You, you, you don't see that every day, so we're very excited. Want to get your quick thoughts, Helen, as we're about to see the, the testing over at Boca Chica, this, all these engines on that heavy rocket and Elon Musk getting, seems like he's getting real close to fulfilling his dream. Punch in the sky, sending something into space from here, from Brownsville, from Boca Chica. So, want to get your thoughts on the growth of um, of payload delivery to to space, uh, the spacefaring industry, and aerospace in the area. I know we had uh, we had talked some many months back about this uh, vertical takeoff and landing technology. Also, that had looked at us to set up some manufacturing and some testing as well. Just want to get your quick thoughts on what's taking place in aerospace. Yes, um, I think we are making history here in South Texas, um, in specifically Brownsville, Cameron County. And so I think we'll always remember this. Uh, SpaceX, of course, is being cautious, right, as well. You know, so first it tested 14 Raptor engines, and now it's uh, testing the full Raptor engines. And, you know, it's, to me, it just proves that persistence and a lot of excellence um, will get you where you want to go. And he is very, and SpaceX and Wynn Shotwell, which is here, right, um, and is really leading a lot of these operations, um, is, is going to see success. And what I see is that Many people have been employed here. I mean, this has been possible with Brownsville, Cameron County, UTRDV, Texas Southwest College, um, training and workforce that's intergenerational. So I'm very proud from that perspective. Um, I think our future is bright. Um, he, you know, the, while there have been some delays with FAA um, permitting and they still have to wait on that final permit, I think they're just doing it um, you know, step-by-step, step, right, uh, meeting the certain milestones to get themselves there. And they're successful also because they have city government and county government, which is Brownsville and Cameron County, that have been there every step of the way, um, supporting but also challenging, right, them to be better and us to be better. So I really see it as you know, this goes beyond, um, it, it, it enters into national security. You know, we've seen the importance of Space Force on a national level and the importance of competing with other countries such as China and Russia in the space race. So this is important not only from an economic development standpoint, but also from a, uh, you know, a national security standpoint. Helen Armidas, our city manager for the city of Brownsville. She's reflecting right now and 
the fact that SpaceX is moving step-by-step step forward, getting closer to that launch date, maybe sending something into space here from Brownsville. You being so deeply involved with economic development efforts in Brownsville for so many years now, of course, now leading the charge and running the city, has the phone continued to ring by folks wishing to prospect, wishing to come and support space and aerospace efforts in, in South Texas and support service? I know that at the outset, you, Josh Mejia, a whole bunch of other folks in and Brownsville, the mayor, you guys made that big announcement at the airport. Uh, relationships with NASA, other potential suitors coming to the area. How is that panning out? Well, I think the BTX launch that program that was created uh, while I was economic development of the Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation and continued with the interim director, Constanza Minor. I don't know if you saw, but you know they've had three successful um, awards of that, and that's through uh, research, research and development with either um, recently with UTRGV, and one of them is the Cosmic Shielding Corporation, which is a radiation shielding company. They've already been working with our students and our professors here at UTRGV um, for almost a year. And so with the hopes of um, put, placing their manufacturing in the city of Brownsville, that's part of the application. In addition, um, the city will be hosting uh, with these uh, for-profit private investment group called Y Texas. Um, this is through the leadership of Ed Curtis. We'll be hosting two days and bringing investors from all over Texas uh, to Brownsville because of that, they want to see what the investment opportunities are. You know, possibly over 80 people, investors will be here, um, and they'll be visiting, uh, you know, the SpaceX area. They'll be visiting downtown Brownsville, our airport. We have 60 tenants at our Brownsville airport that support new space, airspace, um, and manufacturing. So I don't know how many airports really can boost boast of having so many tenants, including SpaceX is located. They locate over 100,000 square feet there and growing. So we're very excited about this event. Um, and that just shows they came to us. We had the successful spinoff event in Arlington, Texas. And this is just a spinoff. They were so impressed with our team. Um, it was Cupid, BCIC, and the City of Brownsville all together um, demonstrating that we believe that space is for all and that we want to see economic development and growth here. And so from that, the spinoff came to fruition. So we're very excited. Thanks for the update, Helen. Continued success. Our City Manager for Brownsville, Helen Damidis. You're always on the go. Obviously pretty busy. Busy with work. Picking up my kids from school. From work to kids to running errands. Your entire day is a hands-on, never-ending frenzy of activity. Luckily, getting the news is now voice activated. Just say, Alexa, play 710-KURB. I'd like to know what's going on in my world. I gotta know what's going on in my city. Putting the smart in your smart speaker. I'm getting my news from you and my information. For the latest news and to find out what's happening in rich, clear audio. Just say, Alexa, play 710 KURB. You're listening to the best of the Valley's morning news. Here's Sergio. 
I'm Aaron McCallum, Javier Villalobos joining us for a recap of the State of the City Address. Mayor, welcome back. So let's start with some construction numbers. I know those numbers are very strong. What can you share for us for McCallum the past year? They were just, just tremendous, tremendous. We're talking about both, of course, uh, residential and commercial. We keep on going, sir. Just, it, it's incredible. So the numbers are incredible. Everything. I don't, I don't know if we've ever had such a positive state of the city or a stronger position ever. At least that was our message, and it, it was amazing. What's driving all the growth right now in McAllen, Mayor? It's a combination of things. I think people, like like we talked about yesterday, our cost of living is is one of the lowest in the in the country. Our our safety here in McAllen, six six safest in the country again. The and then we have people moving down. We have people, or at least companies, moving back to northern Mexico, driving our economy up. We realized during COVID that we are self-sufficient. We have so many things here that a lot of people don't travel uh, to San Antonio, to Houston, as much as they did for entertainment. Fortunately, we have a lot of things down here, too. And then, then once the bridge is opened, the numbers went, went straight up. So we're self-sufficient, but of course, with uh, our, our revenues are complemented with Mexico. Our mayor for McKellen, Javier Villalobos, with a recap for the state of the city. Mayor Tim Sullivan here. Can you recap a little bit how the city has been able to deal with the uh, a larger influx of immigrants, the city, and, and working with the nonprofits and, and the Border Patrol? How, how was that working over the last year, and how do you, how do you see it in the coming year? You know what? We are very fortunate that uh, this past year has was not as bad as the previous year. A lot of what happened is a lot of the influx of immigrants moved northwest toward Del Rio, the Eagle Pass area. There was a lot of especially Haitians waiting here in, in uh, Reynosa, uh, kind of waiting. And one of the things that fortunately has helped is Title 42. I know that it may be a mood issue now. But uh, we are doing pretty good. One of the main things we always said is we shouldn't be in immigration. We, but we are concerned about public safety. And you know, today I can't point to a single incident where we've had issues with immigrants. Was it a concern? Was it a problem? Did it, you know, cost us a lot of manpower and effort? It sure did. But we were very happy to keep our community safe. Are you still waiting for any, you know, federal reimbursements for for the past expenses over last year and, and years years before um, in dealing well, with? Well, the years before, no, the years before, I know it was lost. I know that's never going to happen. We're fortunate that this time uh, through FEMA, we were able to get advanced funding for the expenses, and it was I can't say minimal, but at least I think we the city probably spent more or less about a hundred thousand and and that uh compared to the previous uh, the, the previous times it, it was totally incredible it was good and we have tried to of course benefit from whatever we can through through fema's uh, uh financial assistance i mean we actually we're doing something that the federal government should be doing and if we can benefit in one way or another we sure are going to try McCallum Mayor Javier Villalobos joining us. I know sales tax receipts were at record highs, and despite the erosion 
and inflation eroding or eating some of those numbers is still way ahead of inflation. You mentioned construction numbers. Other economic highlights for the area that I'm sure are padding uh, the coffers over at City Hall. You want to share with that with us? No, definitely. The rec- we have the highest account balances we've ever had. Sales tax revenues, if I remember correctly, about $91.1 million, and that is a total record. It, it is incredible what's going on in McAllen, and not just in McAllen, but the Rio Grande area, but more in McAllen. That is, we are the center. We are where everybody else comes to entertain themselves, to to eat. But and, and, and then one of the things we're trying to do is think more of a region, because in reality, we're all together now. It's not just McAllen. It, it really isn't. But a lot of the, the main things are here in McAllen. So, of course, we appreciate uh, all our residents. And I even say, you know, we're talking about Mission Park, Donup, Coreso, wherever it is, because they come to McAllen. If you look at the numbers, the sales tax revenue numbers, we, uh, McAllen, McAllen still, still is more than Bar, Mission, and Edinburgh combined. And, of course, population-wise, our population... It's probably less than, or, or more, more or less about 100,000 less than the cities combined. But our area is the one where people want to come and entertain themselves. And one of the things we boasted about is our more than 800 events we hear. Our convention center area is great. It's incredible, the services we provide. And I think it's reflective of what's going on in our account. On the economic development side, I know you're very active with that and go on these trips with the EDC folks and other leaders. What do you see as a low-hanging fruit for McAllen? Big project that McAllen could uh, land because there, there's so much reshore taking place right com- now. <clears throat> yeah, there's competition everywhere. We're working on some very big projects. Whether it will happen or not, uh, we're not 100% sure yet, but we never give up. I mean, we just, uh, one of the things we announced is the procurement of about a thousand plus acres in the northern areas because we got to keep on developing. We cannot be stagnant. We're moving, we're moving well, and we can't stop. So, and, and you look at the benefit, like, like I stated, we reduced taxes to the level they were back in 2014. And that is difficult to do. But with, with what's happening, with how strong we are, the benefits should go to our tax. To inform. Javier Villalobos. Exactly what we're doing. Javier Villalobos, our mayor in McAllen. Infrastructure issues, Mayor. What's the state of the city when it comes to you know, potholes, uh, drainage, traffic flow as the city grows north, as you say? How much of the budget will be allocated to those matters? We always allocate yearly for uh, to redo our streets. Of course, we all know that whenever it rains a lot, we're going to have potholes all over the place. But within days, usually we take care of them. So our streets are in pretty decent condition. Our drainage, we spent about 14, $14.1 million in 22, and we have about 42 projects this, this year. So we're, we're putting our, our money where we need to. Our flooding issues here in McAllen are not much anymore. The issue we have sometimes is when the flow to the county drainage isn't there. Because at the, at the very end, even if we're good, the county isn't, or the rest of the cities aren't, then we get back up. Okay. And then, of course, one of the problems we're always going to have is traffic congestion. 
And that one, no matter what we do, how best we try, if we keep on going, we're going to have issues. Like people say, I want to go north. I don't want any red lights. But the people (laughs) going east and west don't want red lights either. So something's going to happen. That's me. That is the greatest challenge. Mary, got less than a minute. Uh, McAllen Day uh, up at state capitol and uh, legislative priorities. Uh, in less than a minute, just some of the the talking points and the priority messages for lawmakers from McAllen. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of things, and really, we wouldn't be able to do it in, in a minute. But just like two days ago, met with the lieutenant governor. We're working on some things, and we're very fortunate that they are very receptive to our area, unlike it used to be before. So we're going to be there asking and pushing to benefit our residents, and not just in the town, but the whole Rio Grande Valley. Thanks for the update, Mayor. You can say Javier Villalobos or Mayor from McAllen. This is the only radio station in the Rio Grande Valley for the news and information you need to know. We are News Talk 710KURV. Discover our Facebook page, 710KURV, also Twitter. I'm Sergio Sanchez, and my email is sergio at kurv.com. Thank you for listening to News Talk 710-KURV. As long as you're scrolling through your phone, checking out your friend's latest Instagram post, take a moment to download the Radio Parami app. Take the app with you wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Stay updated with top and bottom of the hour news and the latest weather forecast. Plus, you can listen live to local talk shows, nationally syndicated programs, and listen to previous interviews you might have missed, all in crystal clear digital audio. It's called the Radio Potomy app. Find it in your Google Play or Apple App Store from your friends at News Talk 710 KURV.